I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Alex. Uh, welcome back, everybody. You got the Wigloo Dads here. Uh, we are excited about today's episode. We are going to talk um, about all kinds of great topics. Uh, we've got a few lined up for you. We're going to kick it off with uh, a callback to our current projects. And so uh, we'll kind of walk through what we're working on. Um, try to see what Chris is up to. If you uh, listened to our last episode, you know he's kind of a squirrel. And so uh, we'll kick it over to you, Chris. You can you can <laughs> start her <laughs> off and uh, give us a sense of what you're working on in the shop. All right. Well, it's been a busy week since last week. Uh, I started a ukulele, and so I've been building a ukulele. What do you make a ukulele out of? Ukulele. Uh, mahogany and black walnut. Ooh. And it was a little difficult. I'm still waiting on... Uh, I, Ordered some parts, the string and the bridge and the tuner knob things. But I have no idea about guitars at all. So I have no idea what I'm doing. So what is the, uh, what, what's the point of that? that uh, my daughter wants a ukulele. And so instead of buying one for $20 on Amazon. <laughs> you spend $200 <laughs> on making one. Exactly. Uh, okay. In several days. And also I decided after watching way too much U.S. Olympic curling that I needed to build a shuffleboard table. Oh, all right. When you said shuffleboard table, because there was some deliberation here, is that um, you said table? Mm-hmm. So we're assuming this is like one of those twenty-two foot long ones. Yes, not of course. One ones on the ground. Of course, I built a full-sized regulation shuffleboard table that is twenty-two feet long. And so, those what of are, you that have been with us know when Chris says he built it, he has not finished it; he has started it. I thought uh, it was a workbench. It's it's currently looking more like a workbench. Yeah, when Dan walked into the woodshop tonight, he was like, oh, I just assumed that was a workbench. I'm like, thanks, Dan. What did your wife think of when you said shuffleboard? What was her opinion or thought of what you were making? <laughs> well, she was all for making a shuffleboard table, but she assumed shuffleboard table meant on the ground, like curling table. With the sticks that you push. With the sticks that you push. And mm-hmm. so there was a slight miscommunication when she came out to the woodshop and saw a 22-foot-long table it's picking up the middle of my woodshop. Common misconception with retirement in Florida and shuffleboard. But the best part about this shuffleboard table, you guys, is that I am using Alex's wood floor for the top of it. So I am glad that I saved all that wood floor. Thank you, Alex. We do we do like the sustainability there. Exactly. I mean, that's pretty cool. I'll be excited to... Uh, Throw some rocks on your shuffleboard. A little a little known fact, Dan is a semi-professional shuffleboarder, so I can't wait to kick his ass when it's done. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, were you using railroad ties as the legs? Those things are massive. Uh, no, that so the whole base frame, everything, is wood that I milled from a tree we cut down. And so uh, it goes with the whole tree to table that we talked about. I did feel like a failure when you started this project, because you asked me, <laughs> do you know how to make these castle joints? Yeah. And I hadn't done it yet. Yeah. And I felt like I let you down. You did, because I expected you to know what a castle joint was, or that you've done it. And then I was like, ah, eh, we'll just wing it. So holding these big 10 by 10 square beams up on my bandsaw to cut these castle joints out was very he- They were very heavy. So a castle joint is, there's, it's hard to explain. Not um, really. It looks it, like the top of a castle. Yeah, there's four corners and then a two by six or eight. Goes crossways one way and then crossways the other way and okay. fills it in. Imagine a, a square, 
the, t- the top of the post with a simple plus sign or addition sign right down the middle. There you so go. Well, you I was trying to figure out how you actually cut that. So you cut it with the bandsaw, but how do you, do you like chisel it out? Like yeah, you have to, you... So you cut it with the bandsaw. You just keep going in and out like every quarter of an inch apart. And so it's tons of cutting. And then you take a chisel and chisel it all out and make it smooth. So I, so where it's at right now where you guys saw it, the pieces are just rough cut. I haven't chiseled them out yet because I just wanted to see if it would actually fit together and what it looked like before I just that or I wanted to dry fit it and see what it looked like before I committed to actually finishing the project. And so now that I know that it's probably going to work, I will chisel those pieces out and make them fit together nicely. Are you, concerned, are you concerned at all about the rest of the project <clears throat> being all the tedious, boring, complicated finish work and that you want to actually finish it? Or he you, skips that part. Are you going to, you going <laughs> to, do you feel like honestly, this is something you'll be able to plow through because I would enjoy being you guys both a shuffleboard. Uh, yeah, I think it's it shouldn't be that bad. I don't I don't feel like because it's just I have to build a box out of plywood and then put the flooring on top of that and seal the flooring, and so there's not a ton of because then once you build the box, then you level the box and then it's not too crazy of a thing to do. And then you have to get the fancy sand. I do have to get the fancy sand and the shuffles, the pucks, what are they pucks. The pu- you need pucks. A, like a chalkboard to keep score on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I'm also torn because I really want to make the end. So I've seen some of the ones online have the lines where you have to shuffle, you have to push into the s- different slots, or they paint a circle like curling, curling, and you have that instead. So you're going for the center of the ring, or you're going for the lines. No, so there's two I different mean, ways. I've never seen a a tabletop shuffleboard with circles. I think the peacock sets the standard and it needs to be, the, <laughs> I, it needs I, to be the pyramid lines. I would say given that the Olympics are going on right now and we're all enthralled with men's curling oh, or curling in general yes. at the Olympics right now, yes. I think you should do this. Right and now. Ashley, but is, if shuffleboard was curling, they would call it curling. It's, yeah. it's a different name. So Ashley is determined. Ashley is convinced that the three of us could start our own curling team. Well, if you look at the U S yeah, right. Who do you think? And team, then the guy with the long hair, fit them. the guy with the long hair would be our friend, Travis. Cause there's four guys. So we need, yeah. he'd be our fourth. So he'd be the guy with the long hair. Cause he loves having long hair and the mustache. Mm-hmm. And then we could be the other chubby. Have you guys. seen the footwork of those guys? Yeah. We would fall <laughs> over the place. Like I, I so don't. I we'll, don't. We'll start to... with shuffleboard, and then we'll move I to curling. I don't I think, believe in our abilities. I all. think maybe I'll do both. You know how like on basketball courts, sometimes they paint the lines for volleyball and whatever else. So I'd have the lines, pyramid lines, plus the circle. Don't. I don't know that you there's enough room. room. Don't do it. I don't think there's enough. It's room. paint. It's there's enough room. There's not. Enough it's just room. aesthetic. Right, you're aesthetic blow your mind right here. What you do it, but you have interchangeable tops no yeah Ooh. because then your finish isn't nice and smooth across the entire top but you, i'm sure you could if you did ac- fine woodworking you could do it <laughs> well or i could just make two 22 foot long tops with there all of that go. extra wood that i have from alex's house yeah you know maybe next time we should just do it in alex's house and paint the lines on his floor mm. how would amy feel about that i think she likes shuffleboard I, I, she might she do might you have a 22 foot long room He's got a hallway. The hallway. Oh, yeah, we hallway. Did it in the hallway. Because it's only 20 inches wide. So it's as wide as this table that we're on right now. This is 24 inches, so less than this. So yeah, all we need is a 20-inch wide area. Yeah, I think Boozer would chase those bucks around. around a lot of sand. scratch it. A lot of sand. I, she probably wouldn't appreciate Nora probably wouldn't appreciate the sand. Uh, she would love she it. Play in it. Um, okay, so Chris is going crazy. He's got brand new projects out the ears, it looks like. Uh, so. Ukuleles and shuffleboards. They right. go hand. In, actually, they go hand in hand. Well, I actually think you'll finish the ukulele because Brooke will really want it. Yeah, because so she'll badger me for it. Yeah, so that one I feel like you'll actually finish. I'm curious, my ukulele? I'm curious to see if it'll actually make any noise. Um, that'll be fun. 
Um, so, Dan, what are you working on? What do you got? I got an eclectic taste right now. Still working on the kitchen, and by still working on the kitchen, since our last update, I've made zero progress. <laughs> uh, we've hung one shelf, and I got a bunch of slabs in the garage waiting to be made into additional shelves. So still working through that. Um, it's, it's Believe it or not, here we ha- we're in Oregon. We're in our first of four springs right now. So with all the nice sunny weather, uh, it's got us in the gardening mood. My wife and I are kind of big into the whole garden. It is scene. way too early to be working in the garden, isn't it? But you got to start your seedlings. Are you planting potatoes? We did last year, yeah. Nice. Can yeah. you plant those now? Uh, we didn't. No. Potatoes. So we... Um, what we did last year is about this time we started all the seedlings and everything. We got like grow lights and everything. Yeah. And we've got you know, six grow years. lights for so, your seedlings. In the, in the <laughs> fall, I created or I started a um, planting table for my wife. Oh, that's fun. And so it's it's formed. It's the whole thing is like uh, the the top is going to have a section that's um, got wire mesh. So as you're potting stuff, the mm-hmm. dirt that falls out just goes straight down to a bucket underneath. Ooh. So I got all that figured out. That's I just don't have the top but i've got the whole frame uh, is done the cabinet's done there's buckets underneath that hold everything i just need to finish the top question yeah do you want to do a granite top no no, no. i'm just gonna do i'm actually using uh cedar fencing are boards. you sure you don't want to use a granite top i need to cut a big hole in it and then put yeah i have a i have a saw that cuts granite also it is the granite from <laughs> From Alex's mantle when he tore his mantle. Are up. you kidding me? <laughs> you have that? <laughs> yes, I have that. So my original idea is I think that's dumb, but the more I think about it, I'm intrigued. Because it would be a perfectly flat, easy to clean surface that would never rot. We're gonna talk. Okay, I can't we'll talk. believe I remember you throwing that in the back of your car. Now I forgot. I forgot all about that. I That's dug funny. it out of your dumpster. You did. Uh, like you're throwing this away. Like yeah. <laughs> the, my, so originally the, the thought with granite is that it's a perfectly flat, smooth surface. To use it as an assembly table for glue, because then if you glue on it, whatever, then you just clean it off and you're, you know, you just scrape it off and it's good. So that ideally, I would have a granite assembly table in my wood shop, and that's kind of what I was going to use it for. But it's, it's still sitting outside, so it's never going to happen. There so were, it'd be better at Dan's house. There was a um, a fad a while back about granite topped for um, table saws. Oh, but I think the reason it died out not that because there was any fault with them. Didn't Craftsman? I think no, wasn't was a Craftsman that had one. I think I remember seeing There's it at Sears. Companies did it. I remember seeing one at Sears when they were still going out of business. I think it was a Craftsman granite topped. Yeah. Interesting. I, I think don't... it was maybe a little bit of on the fragile side, maybe potentially, but yeah. also that the weight was mm-hmm. ridiculous. What I heard. Uh, definitely but, fragile. I broke one of them in half trying to remove it. Yeah, I, I wish you wouldn't have. I needed that fourth piece. Now I need it for a planting. Yeah, table. definitely it would be good for a planting table because it's, it, would be, it would never rot or whatever. We'll you be in discussion. Clean soon. it off. Okay. And then the last thing I've worked on was more of uh, Chris and I tend to, not purposely, but we occasionally think of similar things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I've been wanting to make a bowl or a cup or something for a while, a bit in my mind. And naturally, Chris has no control, so he just does <laughs> things. And so all of a sudden, one day, he sends me a picture that he made a cup on the lathe. What was that made out of? Cherry. I had a cherry piece of scrap in my uh, firewood and I was like I'm going to cut this into a cup because I'm thirsty and how big was it it was it like was, six inches tall or something. it was probably like the size of a red solo cup ish yeah yeah and you filled it up with some like juice and then you just chugged it and it was yeah I filled it up sure I, I poured a monster into it and then I drank it because I was thirsty and I didn't want to drink it out of a can so, so it took me like an hour to, from start to, from the time it was a piece of firewood until the time it was a cup I could drink out of it was about an hour and 
the moment I saw it, I got in my head about it. Mm -hmm. I waited till the kids went to sleep and I went out in the garage and I found some Western maple and I threw it on a lathe and I start to get to work. So I made a little cute little shot glass. And of course I made a little bit nicer than Chris's, a little bit more touched up, sanded, sealed. I mean, literally mine was like, I'm going to see if I can make a cup. And I made a cup and then that was it. And then I was laying on the floor in my scrap pile. Yeah, mine is too. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) I poured a shot and drank it. And then um, what I noticed right away though, and I want to know if this happened to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just used mineral oil to seal it just to mm-hmm. get the dust off and make it look nice. Oh, I didn't seal it. I don't think Chris sealed it. <laughs> I knew, he did. I, knew he did. I think he sealed it with Monster. <laughs> Mine looked great. But um, was yours porous at all? No. The cherry is very hard. So the Western maple, which I thought was very hard, mm-hmm. maybe my my bottom thickness wasn't thick enough. Mm-hmm. But by the time I filled up that shot glass, which was probably about two ounces, right. it wasn't official, and drank it. And set it back down. It had seeped through the bottom. Oh, wow. and was leaking out the bottom. And mine was probably there's probably at least an inch. I made I made the bottom pretty solid because I didn't okay. want to when I was cutting it out. I didn't want to accidentally go through the bottom, and so I made sure it was extra thick. Mine was only like a quarter inch. Yeah. So, so mine my walls are I mean, they're pretty thick. So I was expecting it. To, I mean, because it was a piece of green firewood, of cherry firewood, and so I was expecting it just to split by the next morning, anyways, because that's usually what happens when you mm-hmm. use green wood. And surprisingly, it hasn't split yet, so it's still laying over there. But I did make the walls a little bit thicker, and so I was kind of impressed that it was still together. But, I mean, it was just a piece of firewood. It wasn't anything more than that. Just I got a new lathe, and I wanted to try it, and so there it is. Yeah. It was fun. I appreciate you inspiring me to do that. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Should I start hanging live-edge shelves in my house? No, but I got this whole <laughs> French cleat ridiculous thing in my head right now. So Good. I'm glad. You've infected me. I'm glad. That All right. happens. That happens quite a bit. Mr. Alex, what are you Oh, doing? projects. Uh, so I don't really have a lot going on in the project front. I did uh, come to the realization that my office upstairs has a few, maybe two or three discs uh, for disc golf laying around unorganized. And so I took inspiration from Dan um, and I made a nice little disc, uh, little rack. I started um, it. Look right behind you. Yeah. I made that. And then Dan's like, I'm going to make a rack and hang it up on my door. And then it fell down a day later. No, no, no. It's still there. So and to, it's be, full. to oh, be fair, I never, I don't remember ever seeing your oh, rack. Yeah. Um, it is nice. That holds I, all of the discs. Many times, Chris. <sighs> mine holds 100 um, That's discs. way more than mine. That's uh, all the discs that I own right there. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And so, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a fun little thing. I kind of just used some dowels and wood and kind of mirrored yeah. what Dan Oh, so you went with dowels. Okay. I thought dowels how was heavy, the right way to how go. How thick did you go? They're um, two-inch dowels. Oh, so that way there's no moving. Yeah, I didn't want any yeah. wiggling or anything. It's very sturdy, but I also thought the dowels were the way to go to let the discs just kind of nestle in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I put them at the right uh, height difference. Height differential so the discs won't fall out. And so they kind of just sit right in there. Tabletop? Turned out pretty good. Not for the tabletop. Yeah, tabletop. I mean, you could do anything with it. You could easily mount it to the wall if you felt like it, but it's, it would. I, I built it for a tabletop. Is it living in your office or is it yeah. in the garage? It's in the office. That way I could look at them um, while I'm in meetings. So you can finger just, through them? Finger well, through I don't, your I don't. pretties? Yeah, I just, I just look at them. Must be nice to have an office. Do you sit there and spin one on your finger? When you're, I, do that. Um, I keep one in my car in the passenger seat that when I'm driving, I spin it on my finger. Like when I, it's like a fidget, whatever fidget spinner. To yeah, keep I've, my hands off I've, my phone. I've tried that, but I ended up I get in too many meetings and it distracts myself. <laughs> so I just drop it and then it's not a good good look. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, no. So that was fun. That was kind of cool. Just put that together and it looks good. I really needed to f- like finish it and put some yeah. But maybe know, this is a prototype. Stain on it. It's or a prototype. Like yeah. So what mine was because I felt like I just needed to find a spot. We had a a wood shelf we use for some of our shows for our woodworking stuff or business side, 
and I just had them all stacked, and they're falling, and the kids would go out there and take them. And so speaking the of, that reminds me, your your sweet shelf that you made to, when you take the shows, mm-hmm. uh, Brooks School had their book fair this week, and they had these big like suitcases that were probably six feet tall on wheels, and they opened up, and then they were full of books. So they had shelves in them to like display all the books. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that would be perfect for your woodworking show because you just have everything inside this box, and you wheel it in, and you open it up, and it's like this perfect whatever yeah we bring giant rubber mates because we go through you know sing cell we're having to like replenish it yeah and the shelf only holds so much so we bring probably mm-hmm. five times well, I mean, as just, much just as a display holds. like it's super yeah. easy just to wheel in and it's on wheels and it opens up like a suitcase you know, well, it's like it's like a, tr- it's like, like a trunk it's, it's like a trunk yeah it's yeah. like a big trunk yeah. it was pretty they're pretty sweet and they're all aluminium uh, and they're pretty neat for the i still trailer. remember uh when i first made mine with my fold out legs behind it mm-hmm. That pulled out. You were just making fun of me. They've been holding up well. But they way. still hold. The, it's yeah. still there, just like my disc golf shelf. Wow. Yeah. Which I I didn't make out of as as refined. You just as used as scraps you had laying around. I right? had some scraps. You didn't go buy new pieces of dowels or anything. You didn't go. You didn't go spend a hundred dollars on two inch dowels. No, it was like a thirty minute project, and I <laughs> nailed it into the wall. Yeah, mine's out of those scraps of plywood that I get from the plywood place. But and so, mine was yeah. only thirty three forty nine, so it wasn't very expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine was free. Mine was actually of Will's, Will's Wood. Will's Wood? Mm-hmm. Hi, Will. Shout out. Shout Speaking out. of Will, he's the one that got me in, you know, into the disc golf politics and running and helping in the community. Yeah. we just I just got a note from Chris. We got our baskets in for yes. the disc golf uh, yeah. park that we're putting together. So yeah, we're cool. building a brand new disc golf course in Albany, Oregon. It's funny because there's not very many disc golf courses that go in in this area they're like they're either there or there's nothing and so it's kind of cool that we're having a new all new place so everybody's all excited that there's actually a new it's an existing park but there's a lot of unused Mm -hmm. green space and so the parks department is going to redevelop that park and so as part of that they're going to let us put a disc golf course on there and so it'll be a nice family friendly and it's just like Two minutes from Dan's, oh, two minute walk from Dan's house. It, yeah, it's a few minute walk from my house. It's less than a mile from Alex's, and it's like three or four miles from my house. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that'll be pretty exciting because it'll be really good to learn and practice on. And yeah, because it's know. the only short course, or the only like family friendly short course like that around is 30, 40 minutes away. Yeah, yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. Hopefully, but yeah. So Alex is uh, all about disc golf now. Yep, I'm Definitely. in deep in the community, giving back. Yeah, he's grow, uh, grow yeah, he's all about. He's the treasurer for the local disc golf club, and he keeps everything running. He also has a role in the city parks as well. Yeah, he does. He's he, big time philanthropist over here. He is. He does so much stuff in his free time. I don't know how he has free time to do a podcast. Oh, that reminds me. Speaking of podcasts, we're talking about random hobbies that I'm into, podcasting. Is one of those random hobbies I do. <laughs> but I would like to let our listeners know this random hobby has lasted for what we're on. This is episode five. This is the fifth week, yeah. which is about five times longer than most of his hobbies. Yeah, that's, I mean, four times longer. I mean, usually my hobbies are about a week, nine to 10 days. And so, yeah, we're five weeks into this thing and we're still going strong. I mean, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Yeah, I yeah. just like to be around you guys. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> but get, it's out, get out of the house. But it's something to do on a weeknight, whenever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, who else is? What else you got to do at ten o'clock at night on Perhaps, a Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Is it um, Tuesday? Ten o'clock. So that's right. So, uh, fun side note: I had the COVID last week. Thank you. I survived. So we couldn't record our episode ahead of time like we like to, and so we are literally the night we're like eight in like ten hours. Our podcast, this podcast, will be live on the interwebs. 
I would like to also give a shout out to Alex and myself for dodging COVID for the last <laughs> two and a half or so years now. Yeah. Congratulations, um, guys. You know, even being friends with Chris, we still managed to dodge it here. I never wash my hands. Okay, well then, uh, so <laughs> on to our next topic. Uh, outside of that um, tidbit, tidbit. Uh, so we uh, to kind of kind of tie things back together. I think we were going to ch- chat about um, sort of favorite woods you like to work with, favorite mediums. I don't know; it's necessarily have to be wood, but I think that's kind of the concept. So um, I know you guys work with all kinds of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're just crazy. Like Chris mills all of his own wood. He's fancy pants. Dan gets wood from all kinds of different places. Um, so Dan, what about you? What do you, what do you think? Um, you know, what is one of your favorite woods to work with? And, and give us a little sense for why, like what's the, why do you like it? So as part of our business, we primarily use uh, maple, cherry, and walnut. Um, you know, We've used other things. We've used ash. We've done alder. But we really primarily focus on the hardwoods and something that's not as porous because it helps better refine our designs. Um, But I'd say, you know, I've used those primarily, but I've dabbled in all different types, especially in the pen making area. Uh, You know, gone into some of the exotics and things like that. And the cutting board's done a lot of exotics. I would still say that that's a tough one. Probably walnut, primarily walnut. Just because it seems common, at least to us in this area, it's a lot of walnut. But that moment when the finish hits it, it just looks so beautiful. It's nice and dark. There's a lot of character to it. Uh, it's a, something that's hard just not to love. And it's uh, non-porous for it's non-porous for, for, for sanitary and dishwasher purposes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Good to uh, know. Let's since we're on. No, no, no we no, touched no. cutting boards real quick. Uh, we do have some international listeners, and one of our international listeners reached out to us. Um, her name is Courtney. She's from Northern Ireland. Uh, she let us know that in Northern Ireland, if you use a plastic cutting board in the food industry, you have to replace it every three months. But that does not stand. The requirement is not the same for wood cutting boards because of their. Oh, that's right. Apparently, she is a food safety, or she like teaches. She's qualified to teach food safety courses. Yeah. They give anybody a license in Northern Ireland, don't they? This is, this <laughs> is that is even a, a real country? I'm just saying. This is another thing about <laughs> wood cutting boards that we want to spread the love there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Fair don't enough. put them in the dish. Do you think they put them in the dishwasher in Northern Ireland? No. No, not at all. No. Not send, at all. Send, a, send a in formal Ireland? inquiry. Yeah. Okay, Chris, what do you think? What, uh, what, what do you like? Uh, so I know Dan works with a lot of that re- wood, or local stuff for the whole sustainability thing. I really like Paduke. But it is that's very, not even a thing. Yeah. But it's very hard and it smells very good, but it is very hard on equipment. Paduke? Paduke. Yes. It makes orange. Can sodas. you use it in a sentence? Uh that is a nice Paduke cutting board. Oh, and you can use it for cutting boards, I have. Yeah. It smells very I have a bag of sawdust over there at Paduke. I'll just let you smell it. It smells delicious. It it does cut orange. Mm-hmm. It's quite beautiful. It is. And then it turns kind of brownish. But um I made you a pen once. Out of that, it and was kind of orange. That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. Interesting. I really like this. I love the smell of walnut when I mill it, cutting it, and I everything. Love the smell of walnut in the morning. Yeah, me too. Uh, I would say cherry is nice to work with. Mm. So where do you even get Paduke? Uh, you have to. It's an exotic wood from Africa, mm-hmm. I think, and so it's harder to get. It's like to get it from the hardwood center in Corrales. Hardwood center. Shout out hardwood yep. center. But you know, it's one of the things. It's pretty expensive, and so it's one of the things that like I don't usually use unless it's for whatever accents. Um, as far as favorite wood, I really like working with sequoia slash redwood. 
the smell of it. It's soft. It mills good. It's pretty easy. It's it's pretty easy to work with, and I really enjoy. I would say that is my favorite to work with. Redwood, nice slash the I like it. What about I like you? It. Oh, I don't really have a favorite wood. I like anything that's synthetic. So anything that I can buy from uh, Home Depot that's, uh, in a, you know, like uh, synthetic plastics or, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Synthetic. Throw the synthetic yeah, cutting boards. Yeah. Well, and it's just fun because, you know, the old the old uh, chop saw kind of cuts through it really nice. That's um, a good point. Shows the, like throws the little plastic shavings in your face and gets kind of stuck to your clothes. It's mm-hmm. kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of fun. I don't know. I kind of dabble with that. But I don't really have a favorite. I'll think about it. I'll have to see if I can uh, really dial in on that. So uh, speaking of shout-outs, we got a shout-out to the old Hardwood Center. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to uh, Clark 5 Designs. Uh, For our loyal listeners out there, you may have noticed an awesome uh, new logo cover art on our pod. And uh, shout-out to Clark 5 Designs. They designed that up for us. Thanks, Travis. Uh, Travis, was it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Travis. Our boy Travis. Um, So I'll give a shout-out to him. He does great work. Surprise, his last name is Clark. Is it is it Clark? So wow, the the way what, the what are, what so are the odds? The Clark Five. You were the other day, the other week. You were saying like you didn't know what the five stands for. It's because there's five people in their family, the two parents and the three kids. There's Do they five, all design? Five Clarks. Do they yeah. all design? Uh, they're all pretty artsy. So and they all inspire him. They all inspire him. Yeah. So I feel five. like it's a little bit of a lost leader. But so there's five Clarks. Okay. Five so I'm Clarks. sure eventually he'll have them all web designing and like writing code. Nice. That's you know, cool. Keep it all in the family. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, folks, you know what time it is. It's time for Dad Jokes with Dan. And just a reminder here, what my goal is for this, this segment is to make these two laugh. So we'll give it our best shot today. Don't make eye contact. Give no, it no, your please be- make the eye contact. Give it Don't your best shot. Close your eyes. All right. Close my eyes. All right. We'll start off with an easy one. What did the ocean say to the beach? You're Sandy. Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I kind of, I, yeah, no, I don't like it. All right. What's the most reliable part of your body? I don't feel like I kind of, no, I'm not going to answer that. Uh, You can always count on your fingers. Unless you are Chris, he can only get to 9.5. That's too close to home. That hurts. I don't know. I feel like you're you're just targeting Chris. That cuts me. Uh, Just like the saw that cut your finger. Cuts me more than one way. All right. All right. The last one for the night here. Due to noise complaints, they passed a law in Hawaii that you aren't allowed to laugh above a certain decibel. It's called aloha. <laughs> That's just so dumb. I'm not, I don't even get it. I'm not oh, sure I even aloha. get it. Aloha. That's aloha. That's a decibel over a certain decibel. Aloha. I don't get it. Aloha. Instead of a hi-ha. Hot. Can you demonstrate that? I'm done. I'm so so done. I think maybe just my <laughs> my level of intelligence just couldn't figure that out. But uh, no. All right. All right. With that, I appreciate you all listening with your ear holes, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you all. See ya. Peace out.